Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It is 10 16 p.m. Friday night. We're about to record our next uh, episode, uh, Better Late Than Never. And uh, we've got two guests with us from Southern California, the Inland Marion Empire. Springs, Michigan. <laughs> Way back then. Andy Helm and Michael Choi. Hey, yo. You guys want to say something to our guest? Buenos dias. Uh, I'm just appreciative that I can be here tonight. And, and <laughs> what an wait. honor to be on the show. Yeah, truly it is. And just kind of witness the the background of everything that takes place in one of the one of the most popular up-and-coming podcasts. <laughs> Don't forget to go to the iTunes store and like this podcast. It helps with the ratings. Like, subscribe. <laughs> we need you guys. All we right. Need you. And, so our uh, topic for tonight... Actually, I'll let my host... Uh... We're, we're hopping right into it. It's, it's that time of the year when uh, it warms up, there's clear skies, perfect weather for a no wedding. No clouds. Mm-hmm. It's wedding season, and we feel compelled to talk about... Marriage. Marriage. And its uniqueness, and uh, we have some interesting... Co- Topics, questions that we want to discuss. Hit them. And uh, first question tonight is: Should you live with your spouse before you marry them? Well, it won't be your spouse. It won't be your spouse technically. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm speaking in future tense. So, but should you live with your girlfriend or fiance before you get married to them? Any, any? I, I think not. Okay, I uh, think yes. You're wrong. There you go, debate. I win. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, You're okay. right. I'm right. One for Kevin, zero for Gaten. Now you go. So why why not? I I don't know. I I think that um. You, I'm uh, I'm sorry. I'm like eating, so I'm like choking on my chicken. He got a big piece of chicken right there. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't really. I don't think you should. I mean, I think. That there comes a time when you start to live together, and I feel like you should wait until you get married. For there are a lot of reasons for it. I mean, I feel like you. Well, we want to hear those reasons. <laughs> well, it's okay for me in particular. Um, I just feel like I still want to be able to. You know, if I want to walk around the house with just boxers and nothing else, I want to do that. Like, I don't, I feel like if I'm not married to them, I still have to kind of keep that, 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 um, privacy. You got to make it special for the wedding night. Not necessarily wedding night, it's a lifetime. So I feel like, you know, I have to be ready to do that. I still want to do what I want to do. And I mean, I walk around my boxers with you, but we're not married. I don't really think you do that, but <laughs> without dating. So, not. but sorry, I don't really have a legit reason yet. But I think it's good just because you get to know. I mean, I think a lot of things have changed uh, culturally. Um, I mean, I'm speaking 
in general, I mean, there are definitely, definitely pockets of people. All right, I'm speaking in general. Just because I think that you get to know, I mean, I've moved in with people and it's like changed like the friendship. Um, so you I think mean, moving with your girlfriend like what if you move in with someone and you just can't stand them like I'm sure I'm sure that's happened before like we're not we're talking about significant other we're not talking about we're talking about before marriage moving with your significant other we're talking about you're not married yet you're still dating or you could even be engaged Mm -hmm. and moving Mm -hmm. in together and I I think think that's good because it's a testing ground you're like all right I can't handle that you do this. So if you're you engaged and you move in together and you don't seem to, it's not clicking, what do you say? You just break up the engagement because of that? I think that's better than getting a divorce later on when you figure out that it's not going to But why? Sh- <clears throat> okay. I mean, I just, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I would think like before you, you know, by the time you get engaged to someone, there are a lot of, I think marriage is about compromising. So there are certain things that you have to compromise by living with that individual person. and. But I feel like you'll figure out what those things need to be first if you're living together. What do you think, Andy? Mm. I think it's hard. I think it's hard <clears throat> to make an argument either way. <clears throat> I feel like anything that I've read on it states that if you live with someone prior to marriage your your odds of getting divorced are higher um really if you live together before you're married if you live together before you're married you know the rate of divorce is higher um for whatever reason i'm not sure i know like the clear reason on that but i feel like it'd be just knowing knowing that would make it a harder a harder case to move in with someone damn i I really would like to know that the major reason why yeah, I've never heard that, but that'd be interesting to hear. What do you think, Troy? I mean, I mean, both sides have a. I mean, both sides are you know you got pros and cons to it. I mean, moving in together, obviously, I think the um, the contra argument is don't do it because it leaves the guy no reason to actually put a ring on the on the girl. I mean, it's like you're getting the full benefits of marriage, and why do I have to do it? I mean, I'm getting the full benefits of it. So I think point. that's the kind of contra argument of why you don't do it, because it'll give the guy more of a incentive to actually put a ring on the girl's finger. So, okay. I, Versus I mean, the so. other side, where if you do move in together, I'm like Kevin. I I kind of do see that point. It is a good testing ground to see how you guys would do together, living together. But you know, but I a, think it is a risk because you're taking. I mean, living with someone and dating someone is is totally different. It's right? like test driving a car, huh, Joy? <laughs> All the cars we test drive together. Not drive by without test driving. <laughs> that's what they say, you know. That's what they say, but you know, they, you know, the argument for that it's it's like you know, even with all the issues that come up, you know, that's what marriage is. You know, you work your way through it, and you know, that's what you're supposed to be doing in a marriage. You know, you're supposed to have differences. You're supposed to be able to kind of get through it, compromise, and all that. So the, I don't think there's a clear answer or a right answer to it. I think everybody has their own strong opinions on it. True. Well, what about like people who never lived together before marriage and had like successful marriages, like you know, fifteen, I mean, sixteen? I don't think this is the only indicator whether a marriage is successful or failure. I mean, I, that's I true. think the, the study I'm that you're saying, you know, they have a higher chance of divorce. 
they could be other factors into it. I don't think <clears throat> how that study really decided that living together before was the, you know, major contrib- contributing factor that caused the divorce or whatever. I don't know how yeah. they decided that because there could be so many other variable factors for that. Yeah, so. I'm sure depending on culture, depending on what generation you're exactly. from, yep. you yeah. know, that sways the results. Yeah, so, you know, I think it's just a, it's a very subjective topic and decision, and I don't know. You know, you, you, some, I, people, I some people see it as a, from the religious standpoint of baptism. Yeah. You know, you know, you know, you don't do that before you, marriage comes after. You know, you don't move in together before that. It's wrong. Because people it's consider marriage like sacred, so yeah, exactly. everything yeah. about it yeah. has to be, you know, sacred. So and of course, I'm gonna bring my my man uh, Dave Ramsey into this. You know, Dave Ramsey always says, if you move in together, why not just go go to the courthouse and get married? Because it is like you're married anyway. So it's like, what are you really test testing? Are you trying to confirm your doubts about the other person? Is that kind of what you're doing? Mm. 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 And, and most Damn. people who do it, I mean, I think that's the Damn. reason why people do it because <laughs> they want to see whether the doubts are being confirmed by living with that person, finding out if that side of the other person is going to come out, like living with them. And you know, and by the you know, if you're having those doubts already, I mean, you got to start questioning already that relationship and how strong that relationship is anyway. That's true. So just to play devil's advocate, I mean, I still feel like you should live together first, but. It is. I, I, that's a good point. I mean, I feel like if you're not married, it's easy to just give up on the relationship. Whereas if you exactly. are married, you got to work through it. Exactly. It's like you're. It's like you're stuck into it. It's a. It's yeah. a bigger commit. It's a commitment thing. You know. Once you're married, it's a bigger commitment. It's hard to get out. Versus not living together, it's. You know, you could easily just say, "Okay, we're done." And yeah. Then, you know, yeah. Those three letter words are heavy letter words. What? What three letters? What three letters? <laughs> I do. <laughs> 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 it's I swear it's the chicken. Dude, this like it's hot. That three letter word. That's probably the realest thing you said. Three letter word. First of all, I do is two words. I just It is three letters, yeah. yes, you got that part correct. <laughs> This is a historic moment in black and yellow life. <laughs> Chicken's so good, make sure you misspeak. <laughs> Sarcasm, right? Do oh, a right. degree. Uh, next topic. I just came up with this one. Uh, does the man need to be older than the woman? Ooh. Does it need to be for what? To be married? I say no. I guess I'm asking you personally. Do you think? Would you? You I- think the man should be older? Do I don't. Th- I don't it. think it matters to be honest. I think after like you know what is it after? I think tw- it's all about twenty one. It's fine. Like the age difference doesn't really matter. Because at the twenty one, I feel like maturity level, whether you're twenty two or thirty five, even though you are at different points in your lives. I mean, I think maturity level wise, it's not as vast as, you know, someone who's twenty one or seventeen or whatever. I don't know. And then we get into how well, are we speaking? Too, how big of an age gap is too big? So okay, so first off, before Div- we get divided to that, by two plus seven, it's not the general yeah, rule though. Divided by two plus seven. We already talked about that one, didn't we? We did. We talked about what, how far we would go. Divided by two. That's more of a general rule of thumb, but you know, it's it's pretty close. Thirteen point five. That's reasonable. I feel like that's it's pretty seven. reasonable. Yeah. Well, I don't think. So did you did you agree with this? What was the what was the should be conclusion? Older? Well, we didn't even answer the first question. <laughs> what was the first? Question? Oh, the man. Does she? No, that's uh, no, I agree. I think no, it's a maturity level. Yeah. I think it's a maturity level. Does anybody um, say yes? Does anybody say yes here, or are we all saying no? 
I mean, we're supposed to be having a debate here. <laughs> we need somebody to be on the yes. Can I just say? Can I just say yes? Just to well, make your argument. Always disagree. Right. Why? <laughs> Does it have to be older? Does a man have to be older? You're so saying you're yes. saying the woman, the man always has to be older. So make your argument. Why? Okay, I don't. I'm just saying it to say I don't really think I have. To. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't have to be older, man. Come I on. do. I like it. <laughs> I'm telling you, this chicken is good. Um, no, no, but in all honesty, no, it doesn't have to be older. It doesn't have to be, but I think it's very common. It's more common. I think it's more common around. because, like, I think I feel like some. I feel like the older generation, it, it that was the case. The man has to be the the protector, the right? Provider, so I mean, if, if the man is older, he's more mature. He has more experience to provide for for you know, his family. So, generally speaking, I mean, I don't know. I can speak for my parents. My dad is eight years older than my mother. I think it's also social so, norms that you know, if a a woman, an older woman, went with a younger man, it looks weird. It makes her look like a cougar. It makes her look like why are you going for someone younger, younger than you? Younger than you, yeah. Or why couldn't you get someone your own age or whatever? You know. It's it seems more natural or it's acceptable that a man if being older than a female that's like okay or that's how it should but be. But I think now there's only a year or two. The norm or is 10. like people prefer. I think in our society, I don't know if it's like you know generally speaking, but I see a lot of cases where like, well, I don't really see cases. It's just from what I observe. But like, usually the same age is usually like what it is as far as like a man, you know, marrying a woman. You're saying now. Now, no, I think now. Yeah. I can't think of it. Meaning the age gap isn't as vast. I mean, a lot of my friends, like, their wives or husbands are, like, really, really close in age. A difference of, like, months or maybe, like, a year at the most, you know. To be honest, I don't think age matters. It's all about chemistry, you know? It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. You know, if someone's 22 and some guy's, like, 40 or whatever, and they have great chemistry and, you know. Well, yeah, I think that's a little extreme. But how, how high would you go, Troy? How old are you? <laughs> Um, 28. 28? How high would you go? How high would I go? I'd go up to maybe 33, 34. Wow. Really? 34. <laughs> wow. I mean, if she looked like she was, as long as she looked like she was 21, I mean, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, she looked like she's well, 21. Okay, so, uh, it's age, not about age, it's how young she looks. Look. Yeah, age doesn't matter. I'm saying age doesn't matter. Definitely. So why could she be 41 like, as long as she looked 21? That's fine. I'll, I'll take Jennifer Lopez any day. You know? She's like 50, isn't she? I don't know. I'm Jennifer Lopez looks like she's there. still like twenty five or whatever. Well, so I, for me, I, I wouldn't. I don't know. I have a very hard time, even like, thinking of dating someone older than me. I don't know why. I'm just. It's just, just kind of, psychological. Psychological. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. You know, you're like, wow, she's older. You're twenty nine, right? Yeah. Thanks it's because the thirty is a big number. It's like the three. Yeah, thirty. It's like you're not married by now. It's like, what's wrong with you? No. Well, it, it doesn't even. Ha- I think I remember this as far back when I was even in college, like twenty one or no, I was already done. But like eighteen, nineteen, I couldn't see myself like that. Have to be my age, and to be eighteen and dating someone sixteen, I always thought like would be a weird thing. So yeah, the older you get, the less it matters. Yeah, so, young mind thinking right there. Would you be okay with your wife making more money than you? Let's start with Andy Helm. He's been quiet for a while. <laughs> well, because he's a prime example of that happening. <laughs> yeah, no, I would, I would agree. 
Yeah, we would be, we'd probably be broke if she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you walk into work, hey, you got any of those homes? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm all in favor of it. If you could be a stay-at-home dad, why not, don't you? Man, that... I, yeah, I think also it's, it's about social norms. I mean, back in the day, it's always been about the man providing for the wife, him being the provider. You know, he, he was the breadwinner and the... The wife was always the mother raising the kids. Nowadays, it's about equality, women equality, feminism, and all that. So women are really progressing into these careers that they haven't been able to get into before. And you know, it's like it's the roles have really switched. You know, there's a lot of you know dads at home who raise the kids, kind of thing, or you know, soccer dads or whatever, who, who does all the you know <laughs> all the things that. that the female work because the mom Stay makes at more. Stay home, play yeah, kids. You know, if, the if the mom team. is like a CEO of a company or a VP, she's making a lot more money. You can watch it? Arsenal games and stuff. Yeah, it doesn't well, make sure, sense. Doesn't your, I mean, you bringing up your uncle Dave earlier? Doesn't he say like? Doesn't Dave say like you're not ready to get married unless you're ready to combine your finances and be yeah, ready exactly. for finances? Yeah, exactly. And I think that's that's another side of it. It doesn't matter because as if you're married, it's one income. I mean, I know a lot of couples, they do their separate thing. You you and I were partners, we're like roommates, we share the expenses and everything else you make, do whatever you want with it, your money. But, you know, it, it's another perspective on what you believe, whether marriage should be a combined effort or, you know, a lot of married people. See, I, that kind of goes they do, back they do, they do do that. They to do your first thing. question about whether you should be with your significant other before you get married, if that was the case, like, how do you figure out? Yeah, you're like roommates. Are you still, yeah. are you still, are you considered roommates with certain benefits exactly and like is there a financial obligation like is there a financial obligation like do you guys combine everything like if you no, went you, to a grocery you wouldn't you wouldn't because yeah, you're not married that. you'd be basically roommates that's yeah, what it is yeah if you're not married I wouldn't yeah you're not you have your own separate. you're just so then don't just you like think, another roommate so, so, you're sleeping so with. if, if you have the mindset that we're roommates therefore we're not mixing everything and she has a mindset like well we're living together so everything is like pretty much ours like is that the testing the waters is that what you were getting at I mean, how well, would you do it? You would keep it separate, right? Well, just share I've had to figure that out recently. And uh, we won't name any names because we're trying not to get personal, right? Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> we don't have to. Yeah, I, I won't say anything about your boy or girl. <laughs> I don't have any boys. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, no, I mean, we. I'm, I'm in that situation where I, uh, I'm probably going to be moving in before marriage, living in sin. And uh, <laughs> we taking prayer requests right now? <laughs> unspoken. And uh, I got you, bro. No, we were like, all right, um, we're just gonna split it halfway. What do you think? Wait, everything, everything's fifty fifty. Rent, 50, utilities, 50. yeah, food, yeah. Income never combined. Separate income, splitting everything out. What about? So you st- you're pretty much roommates. Yeah. Well, relating to the, you know, if the man makes more money, what, what happens if someone doesn't make more money or doesn't even have a job and still in school or whatever? How would you guys do that? She doesn't well, have a job. Well, I think his condition is I'm not in that situation, working. but... I'm hypothetically, if people were moving in and one person was in school and didn't have, really have a job or income coming in and the person had a full-time job making enough money to at least provide for the rent. Or, or, or say, like, how you guys work? move in together, you're agreed to split things halfway... You know, things happen in life. Well, at that point, I feel like that student is making a conscious decision to, like, become reliant on that other person. Well, they have to because they're a student. They have no income. They don't have the time to work. So it's like, do you not move in then at that time since they... Well, we're assuming that they they decided to go into school and then met this person or they met this person and then said, oh, I have this income from 
my source now, I can go to school. Like, that that would make a difference. So, I'm thinking like if that. Well, just to say, you met you met the girl and while she was in school or whatever, and you guys, you know, a couple of years go by and you, she's still in school, and you guys decide let's move in together. I mean, how would you split the cost on that? So I feel like it would be harder to move into Because you got to realize, she's going to be living off student loans, hypothetically. She, she yeah. doesn't have a job. So it's like, any debt, more debt that she gets into, you're good, you know, any future for you guys, you're going to be incurring that cost also down the road. Yeah. If you do get married, because her debt's going to be your debt. You just got to so. be clear about your expectations. Like, clear about, you yeah. know, this is what's going to happen. And I, I feel like before, before marriage, it's so much more a partnership. You know, it's true. Of, like, hey, this is a place we're going in on together. Yeah. It's a lot of compromising, like you're having to compromise what you wouldn't do, in, you know, in the ordinary, so. I think living together does kind of make you face that, compromises those obstacles that you wouldn't normally face before if you guys weren't living together. I, I feel like, that, that's a good argument, but I also feel like you don't necessarily have to live together to think about these things but you and those, consider it. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like you face it, you probably face it more if you're in that situation and more yeah those yeah. situations will arise because you guys will butt heads by living together i mean you guys gotta think all the people you li- live with and have issues of living with the other person i mean that's another side of them that you wouldn't have seen if you never lived with them as roommates or whatever so it's like a different side of the other person shows as you live with them and the compromise yeah. does come in at that time you learn to compromise and i think in that sense but, it's good to live together because it, it gives you practice for that for marriage I agree to disagree. But going back to your original question, I don't I don't think it's a big deal if the woman makes more money because if she if it's something that she, you know, pour out her heart for, she's passionate about it and it pays her significantly well and <clears throat> you're doing what you love to do even though it doesn't pay you as well. I don't really think it's a big deal. Some people look at it as like Oh, you scored the best type of life because say she makes, you know, six figures and you make five figures, then, you know, she would say, oh, well, she's expected to call the shots around the house because she brings in more money type of thing. But <clears throat> So what do you guys, you know, what do you guys do if you guys decide to have kids and then she's very career driven, she, she wants to still stay at work and she wants you to stay with the kid and you, you're... Well, I mean, I feel like each... As a parent, when you have kids, each individual have a role to play in the development of the child. So, if it's my situation where she, you know, she makes more money, she's more career driven. There's some certain expectations that I will want her to carry as far as like her being the mother of my child, and then I also have obligations to follow. So you're saying so because she makes more money, the other person is obligated to be the. No, I still think they're. Kid, no. Take on that role. I still think that we we as individuals have responsibilities for our child. So because she's career driven, it doesn't mean that I will want her to work 80 hours a week because I don't feel like- Well, she might have to, her job might require that. So it's well, like I, I also might, feel like as a she, mother, you want to be there for your child. You want to nurture your child. But some mothers aren't like that though. You, you, you're making an assumption that all mothers are like that. Well, then, all mothers are like I can't that. speak for those mothers because I probably won't want to marry that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like it's just it's just my opinion. I mean, you what do you think, Kevin? What do you think, Andy? Like, I mean, I think it's okay with the the guy raising the kid, but every child needs like a sense of like that motherness. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, you know? naturally, so, that's natural. But so if if she's not that type of person, then why does she want to have kids? 
get that over with. You know, it's like it's, it's like one something off the checklist in life. So you know? just have a kid. You know, get married. So have a know? kid, but not make it your priority, but make your job more it, of a priority. It's yeah. Some people have that. You know, uh, the priorities are different. I think that's selfish, but it's selfish on whose part? The mother's or yours? What about you? The mother's. Why is this? Why is this selfish? Because yours, you're, there are certain things you I can't do. That the mother should be the one taking that role that she should but be raising the kid. There are certain things as a man that I can't do that a mother can do. I can't breastfeed the kid. The kid. You ever tried? <laughs> you know, like, like How do you know you haven't tried? I can get anything with a nibble. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I, there's no way, like, I can't. I don't. I don't know those roles. Like, All right. Besides just, breastfeeding, though, you can do everything that a mom does. Yeah, that's true. Changing diapers. And the mother. You know, okay. The mother okay. Like, is willing to. You know. Have you can have the pump. Yeah, the pump stuff. So, so she'll have it all in the fridge for you. So you don't need to breastfeed. So, yeah. so from my point of, so you guys all agree with him that you would do that. You okay with her being career driven and just having a kid and just throwing a two month old in your lap and having you raise it? No, that's that's the debate though. That's the question. I mean, what do you do if that happens? If the women, if I hope that doesn't happen to me. It's just gonna be. Uh, so this is about whether it's okay whether the female making more money than the guy, and it would make more sense financially for the female to stay at work and be be the breadwinner versus the guy if he's only making. Yeah, but I feel like if the woman less. has to cut ten hours versus eighty hours, if she works eighty or sixty hours normally, she cuts ten hours. I don't really think we will suffer significantly. You know, I I, I don't particularly. Maybe she doesn't see. want to. I don't know. Well, see now, it's. That's what I'm saying. Marriage is about compromising, you know, having kids. She doesn't want to compromise. She loves her job. She loves her career. She shouldn't have married her. That's what I'm saying. You can't compromise with someone. Well, yeah. Never, that right now, you're just right. asking me would I marry a woman who's career-driven. But, I mean, the way I... I, I, I was just approaching it from, like, a, a pride aspect. Like, would you be okay with your wife earning more than you, like... I've heard of that causing problems just because the guy doesn't feel like he's important. I think it depends on the guy, though. He, like Andy, Andy doesn't give crap. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm asking. Like, <clears throat> Some guys are very prideful. Like, they have to be the one paying for everything. Yeah, some guys have to feel like family. Okay. So it depends on their egos. It depends on their, I don't know, their um, perspective on how they see that. Yeah. So, I don't think these are right or wrong answers. Uh, what's our next one, Kev? Um, is it... Well, this one, you can talk about a bunch of them, but is it better to marry someone of the same educational, social, cultural, and racial background? Well, that's a lot. So you could talk about any of those. That's thick. That's, like, heavy. Is it what? Can we, can we repeat the question? Is it what? All right, there's four different things you could talk about. The same education background, same social background, same cultural background, same racial background. Racial, nah. Get out of here. Is what it about religious background? Yeah, religion. That's important to religion. Yes, yeah, and you know, even take out cultural, but <laughs> <laughs> even for me, yeah. For race, no. I mean, there, there, there are benefits, but there, you know, I don't necessarily think it's like a necessity. I'm so, trying to make those. I don't think it's a necessity, but I think it makes it easier. Trying to make those mixed kids, you know. <laughs> I think it makes it easier. It, it makes it it makes it easier to an extent. Like there's a lot of things that is pretty much implied. Like you don't really have to, you know, explain or go through. Um, that's another topic in itself. But as implied far as for what? Hmm? What are you talking about? 
What's this what? Because when you, if it's someone from the same ethnicity, you share that oh, cultural you know, understanding. Of you share that understanding. You share that norms. culture, right? There's yeah, certain morals the that you don't necessarily have to like to teach or yeah, you know they fit in or whatever. Because because it's like implied, like everyone understands, like everyone understands <clears throat> it. Um, as far as <clears throat> what was the other one? Talk about educational. Educational. Religious. No, I mean I think like. Each person brings something unique, even if they're in the same educational field. I, I do sometimes think that being in a different field can also be good because you learn about something different from another person. And also being in the same field can help because it can help you guys enhance um, your career to be better you know, in, in your goals and your ambitions and stuff. Like what you seek out to do is like, whether you're a professor or you're, you're a doctor, dentist, you know, hygienist, or a nurse, you know. So, I don't... <clears throat> and then there's religious background, and so by social, I'd probably more mean, like, economic. Economic, yeah. That'd be a better way to... For me, racial, uh, I mean, pretty obvious, no. I think having different... Well, just personally, I just like different racial backgrounds I just don't like Asian girls so <laughs> I think that's pretty normal nowadays, so, you know you see a lot of mixed dating yeah interracial dating we're just breaking barriers actually. yeah I think it's more the millennial generation that's you know more open to open like, yeah I mean I don't I don't have anything against any race in particular but uh, for me I don't really think it's a big deal you know I think it's all about who you you come to enjoy being around with and who you find that true connection if it's the same ethnicity you know then so be it if it's not then so be it you know people always have different opinions about what they think but at the end of the day you're the one going through it you're gonna go to bed at night wake up the next morning so yeah for me and then educational I do think educational is pretty important because when it comes to like having kids you're gonna have different expectations of where you want them to end up like if one person was like grad school and one person like didn't finish high school they're gonna have a lot of conflict and we're like should our kid finish is it important for them like to how far should they go education wise right. and i think that could become a big issue religious wise i do think there's a lot of i i do think that's important i mean it's very important. I'm in a relationship now where we don't have the same religion, but um, I feel like morals-wise, we're pretty close and and values. So I think it's definitely <laughs> helpful. Um, we just kind of got lucky that we were <laughs> compatible. Do you think do you think the morals and values aspects of it um, trumps the religious aspect? I mean, just because two people are of the same religion. I would say yeah. Um, yeah, because you could have, I mean, people of the same religion who are just completely different. Like, some people can take <coughs> stuff way by the book, and some people can be more liberal with their well, the religion, interpretation of it. The, real, the religion issue comes up when you have kids, you know? It's like, how do you raise your kids? What religion? Yeah. I mean, how, how would you guys I, Yeah, it's it's bigger when you, you Would you say kids. expose them to both and let the kid choose, or is it more like let the girl choose, or what? How would you guys do it? For me... I think religion is important um, because, again, when it comes down to having kids, 
I think it's like I, I've met people who come from different where the mom is one religion and then the the, the father is different religion and the kids sort of like choose whichever one they whichever religion they decide to to you know to follow and the parents don't really you know the parents sort of just accept it they well, don't really yeah. make it a big deal those parents they're not very, very religious themselves so it's like you know they may no, be Catholic, because they I, they're not really <clears throat> serious practicing Catholics or well I feel like maybe they don't feel like they should have to force their kid because when because they themselves come from it's not really forcing them it's kind of shaping their their mindset as a child because as but a what child if, you're again like for Kevin like he and you know he's in a situation where their moral values are very close what if you know they teach their kids to have you know really good moral values despite the fact that they are from the parents come from different religious background I think when the kid as an individual when you grow up you you grow up with these values that your parents teach and at some point you get to choose what but the parents are only part of the kids lives you know the kids are in school a lot so just school and what type of religious school that the kid goes to plays a big part on how they see things the, the people they interact with you know you talk about Adventist education or Christian education compared mm-hmm. to going to public school and the kids who come out of public school versus Adventist schools are kind of vastly different there and that's the reason why parents choose to choose more religious type of schools because they're in a better environment they believe on their side that they think they're going to come out better in that regard and how they see the world and you know they're not going to be yeah, exposed I mean, to other people who might I think in that sense you could say there's a higher percentage of kids who go to religion school who turn out different than who turn out more religious than kids who go to public school it isn't always the case but you know you could argue that I mean I don't know what the percentage would be I think that having the same religion is important you know for like the husband or the wife because like you whenever you know the your back is against the wall you're going through a lot of trials and tribulations I feel like there's something that connects you guys and if it's your spirituality it's your spirituality if you guys are connected in the same wavelength about that spiritualism then you can you can find ways to get through your tribulations that way if that's how you guys deal with it I think being from different religion there are also certain things that you can bring to the table that would help I don't know exactly what those specifics would be I'm just speaking because I feel like coming from different places you there's something there's always something unique that you can bring to the table all right let's uh let's make a little lighter if it's a destination (laughs) wedding do you need to bring a gift I say no. I came all the way for your wedding. I say no. I bought my plane ticket or I drove my car. Depends if they have a registry so or not. <laughs> if well, they got I mean, a registry, I mean... Even if they have a registry, nah. Typically, I feel like destination weddings are a lot more smaller. because not, My presence is my gift. <laughs> because not everyone can make it. Or people just, you know, money becomes an issue because of flights and stuff. But no, I, I don't think you... It's a necessity to bring a gift. I mean, is any is any wedding a necessity to bring a gift? <laughs> I mean, if it's not really a necessity, if it's, it's not a destination wedding, I, think I mean, so should but why? It depends. Like, do you value these two individuals as good friends? To but you make it sound like you're doing them a favor when you're kind of going going to destination destination for your vacation. Also, I mean, you're benefiting from it. Also, well, let me a- let me ask you this, Joy. I mean, I feel like this whole podcast is inspired 
because Justin is marrying Marissa this weekend. Did you bring them a gift? I probably should have. <laughs> you know, regardless, I mean, this isn't a well, destination. Well, technically, right? I didn't get an invitation. So technically, <laughs> well, I'm not liable to bring a gift. So, Andy, you see this? What finger am I holding? <laughs> so suck it. You tell all our <laughs> listeners it was the pinky. Yeah. <laughs> Give him the pinky. It's the, my favorite finger. Yeah, that's a good so one. I, I Is it okay to crash a wedding? Yeah, regardless of destination or not. Well, he invited me verbally, but not formally. So. Okay. So if I didn't get a registry, I mean, I don't know anything about a gift, so, you know, it's like, technically, I don't know what they want. Yeah, sounds like you're just weaseling your way. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to be technically correct. I mean, you're saying, you know, you're saying I should So you'll only gift. bring a gift if you were invited formally? <laughs> if I know that there's a registry, they have a, an invitation, there's usually a But registry. I've been... I, I don't I, know there is, so it's like... I'll, 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 I'll I've gone to weddings here. where, like, honestly, I don't even pay attention to the registry, but I end up bringing them something because of, like... Who I see them as, who they mean to me, so I, I know them for what they will like, so I get something for them. Like I don't know, if, the registry is a good idea because it's like what they'll need. So well, to, to be honest, I think most wedding couples they just want money. I mean, I think money's really the best gift, so they have the option to get what they need or whatever. I mean, I, when they say give me a vacuum cleaner or whatever, it's more like, oh yeah, let's go through this Target website. Okay, I, I kind of want this. I kind of want this. I kind of want this. Now they don't know what they need yet. You know, I think most couples would prefer cash. If but if they prefer, why would they just put just give me cash? Yeah, it sounds no very a gift table full of cash. We just give envelopes and card and put some cash in there. Yeah, but people want big boxes. Yeah, and, people and want bags. people want things so that when they Should move in cash. as a couple, <laughs> give me a couple thousand dollars in cash. They have stuff. Why well, trust me that? Why trust for me to this account? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't want gifts, especially destination weddings. You got to carry that crap back. So, all right, let's let's end with one more. Uh... What's the best part about a wedding? Is it the food? Is it the dancing? Or, well, if there's depends dancing. on the type of wedding. The open bar? Uh, the, <laughs> Is that your favorite the, part? The love? Yeah, I'm going open bar right now. <laughs> the, uh, uh, man. <clears throat> for the single guys, is it going and meeting the women? The Carter Todd? <laughs> <laughs> Can't be an open bar. I'm gonna have to go food, especially. If I like right. I like the speeches I, because I think you're going to oh, so go for entertainment value. Are so awkward though, Man. and and I think that's the beauty of it. Like we'll see, we'll see there are good speeches, there are bad speeches, but I think like right, who's gonna speak? Are any of you guys gonna speak? Oh, this guy. At the end of the day, it's I don't know. I I'm always interested in hearing the speeches because it, it just kind of lets me know like how the person presenting the speech thinks of the person. You gonna give a speech? My brother, I probably will. But this guy has given multiple speeches, so he's. I've given a few. He's quite the speech. You're a pro. Character. He wrote a speech last night. <laughs> you Just because you're giving a few doesn't mean you should write a book <laughs> about. You should write a book about giving wedding speeches. Yeah, you know, I think I think the best part of any wedding is just it provides an opportunity for everyone to get together. You know, friends that you haven't seen in a while. Yeah. I probably would have never come up to Sacramento. I, I like if that. If Justin wasn't like getting married up here. But True you did that. promise you would come sometime. <laughs> and, and thankfully <laughs> that went to <laughs> fulfill that promise. <laughs> so, uh, if it wasn't for the wedding. Yeah, who knows, man. Okay. Fellowship. That's what it brings. 
good times, good laughs. That's what I call the open bar. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. You know they're not gonna have one. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. You just gonna let you go. I've had fun at Sinai Adventist wedding. I I I I had low expectations at first, but I was a pleasantly surprised. <laughs> there was dancing at one of them. I was shocked. Yeah. They they do a lot of like sparklers and uh. Yeah. Saint Julian's sparkling juice. And they have a lot of photo booths. Photo booths is fun. <laughs> it's it's a classic. That's like they gotta of... think of every other option besides dancing and drinking because that's pretty much <laughs> what the other <laughs> Photo booth is probably like one of the number one things that people like. People love having captured the moment, you know, yeah. saying you were there and doing funky mask and whatnot. People are just vain. But yeah, man. But anyways, this was a. I think this was is a good good topic that we discussed. Yeah, we we opened our minds at, at this late hour and, and talked about why and why not agreeing to disagree and stuff. I do. I do. Those three magic letters. <laughs> three magic words. And on that note, we'll see you guys next time. Tune in again. I promise I won't be eating chicken. And I wouldn't say I words such keep as that promise. three letter words. <laughs> Just not when I'm recording. <laughs> Please. Please.